0: I wish Sean was here. He took a speed reading class. He's all into that stuff. He learned how to do a Rubik's cube super quick. Like he's just he's into that sort of thing. Oh wow, self so, you know, yeah. development, you know. Yeah, but it's the most random. stuff. So, I guess speed reading is dope. But like uh, a Rubik's cube, yeah. Like, Rubik's he, cube. He was working I on mean, that I mean, for like. Is, a, I
1: mean, what's the percentage of people that can do a Rubik's cube? Like what 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 type of percentage does that put you in? And
0: now
2: this is the moment as fans around the world have been waiting for, sponsored by Glovebox, it's time for the Cease and Desist Podcast.
3: Good afternoon. Welcome to the Cease and Desist Podcast. My name is Andy Matheson, Chief Marketing Officer here at Glovebox. Hello, Ryan. How are you today? What up? Hey, no Sean. What are we going to do
0: without him? No, Sean's here. Hi, I'm Sean. <laughs>
3: <laughs> That'd be great. Sean's I mean, not here. <laughs> so now that we have video for the podcast. They'll see us, but uh, we should throw some Photoshop in there for some sort of graphic. That'd be good. I um, mean,
0: some when we're not here, we need a placeholder, like some sort of big stuffed animal, yeah. something to let people know that they're not here because otherwise it's just an empty chair.
3: Yeah, we got to figure that out. Yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, man, it's been a crazy ass week. I'm so tired. (laughs) I'm sick and tired. Yeah. Gabby was sick. I'm tired,
3: (laughs) sick Uh, and tired. It's just, uh, you know, when you're running a startup company, it doesn't matter what industry you you're, it's coming in from all angles right you're getting punched all over the place so you just got to maintain just got to hang in there and just feeling like a boxer right now
0: man so just hang in i want to introduce these guests actually you introduce them oh my gosh get I, these guys in here already i love these guys yeah. so uh
3: our friends down in orlando florida uh from herb and young what's up boys how you doing today taylor brett and rod say what's up to the day
1: what's
4: up boys for having
3: us, fellas. yeah this is gonna be a blast we've been meaning to have you on now for at least uh a few months and so it's good to um not only getting to meet you when we saw you at the one city world tour but uh getting to know you better and becoming friends and uh business partners along the way so thank you so much for uh not only being a Glovebox client but for being friends of ours
1: well, we're super stoked to be here all-star
2: yeah. mutual all-star squad like, yeah, this, is my, this is my first time uh on a podcast as a guest, we've hosted. Yeah!
0: Don't blow it.
2: I up. love that.
0: Oh
1: man,
2: <laughs> Brett's, that. Our, Brett's our face for the podcast, man. When he's when anybody's a guest, so. Uh, <laughs> and I want to. Uh,
0: I want to say Rod's got numerous books behind him, and I, I'm fifty fifty on whether he reads them or not. I'm fifty fifty right now, but it's a good look nonetheless. It's a good over look or look. under <laughs> three a year. Over.
2: You can ask my partners.
0: <laughs> so here's the deal. I want to get this off the table right now. Oh. Nick Ayers from Better Agency has challenged me to a Big Mac eat-off. Mm. Now, I agreed to the Big Mac eat-off when I was a little drunk after brunch last Saturday. <laughs> so I want to set that stage first and foremost. Yeah. But I will set the precedence right now. I can eat more Big Macs in 10 minutes than Nick Ayers from Better Agency right now. It's it's recorded on the cast. I mean, my so. money's
3: on you for sure. I mean,
0: when I say I got a billy goat stomach, I got a billy goat stomach.
3: Yeah. Well, we'll promote the hell out of that. That'll be fun. Uh, We'll probably do it live. I think that'll be a good opportunity for people to see what's really going on.
0: I mean, it it is what it is. What what do you guys eat down in Florida? What's good? Is it barbecue? Is it like fried? What is it? All of that?
1: We're like the melting pot, man. You know, it's whatever your guest wants to eat.
4: Right? It's Florida, man. So, you know, headline news, troublemaking state, you know, so we eat everything.
0: See, we always get like the sketchy seafood because by the time it makes it to Denver, it's like <laughs> it's you know, a couple days old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Especially with s- supply chain issues, you know. <laughs> I had sushi on Sunday, and it, <laughs> yeah, it was—it was. We all know, know how that ended, so it was a that. little shifty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: Oh man! Hey guys, I want to hear. Uh, let's start with Taylor. Taylor, uh, tell us what your experience was when you came out to Denver a couple months ago for the One City World Tour. I'd love to hear from you.
4: It was remarkable cool i think you know the three of us have been away on events um together you know anything from tony robbins and everywhere in between and we've never really done an insurance event per se and um, the three of us walked away with that uh with more juice than we ever have probably as a partnership and a lot of that had to do with uh, you guys and the people that threw it and the way that uh Just the communication, the people that we were able to be around, grab drinks with, grab dinner with, and just borrow from as far as just masterminding. So uh it was an incredible event in Denver. And unfortunately, I was the guy that flew home a night early. Um I'm still I still have FOMO from missing that last night.
3: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. uh, Brett and Rod Knight and uh, a couple others had a blast that night. So (laughs) thanks, boys. That was great. The Nuggets game and everything. That was that was awesome. So uh Brett, talk talk to us about that event.
1: Dude, that event was uh, was over the top, man. I, I didn't know what the expectation would be going into it, um, but it exceeded uh, what the three of us anticipated, which was really cool. So a lot of collaboration, uh, act, like jam-packed with content, you know, like you couldn't really get out of your chair. You felt like if you were going to go to the bathroom, you were going to miss some stuff, which is always the best events. You come back with pages of notes, can't write fast enough, uh, you know, it was almost, it, it, I mean, when you're asking for the recordings of sessions afterwards, uh, you know, that's when, you know, you're at a good event, man. So you guys did an unbelievable job. And I will just say right now, if there's anybody that's listening to this podcast and you're in the insurance space, you missed out. You totally missed out. And it was so don't cheap, miss out on the next and, and it was
3: cheap, right? 150 bucks. <laughs>
1: it mean, was, you, I mean, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Like yeah. from an expectation standpoint, it was like, you know, i just want to be in the room with you know with 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 the cast the characters that was there specifically with you guys and all the people that you guys brought in but so you know it could have been whatever the ticket was and it would have been a yes but for the amount of you know what we paid for the value that we got it was co- disproportionately large yeah. disproportionately large so and that just shows the character of you guys It says look man this isn't about making a an event and you know, bringing in a bunch of cash. This is about us getting these agents in a room and us getting better. And I think the, you know, just, uh, just I guess what I took away was there's a ton of champions for the space. Um, and, and, you know, that, that, that really encouraged me because sometimes you're in your agency and you're just doing your thing and you think it's just you. And, to know that there's this group of people all across the country that are looking to improve the channel and do big things and do cutting edge stuff and bring tech to the space and all the things that we want to do. Uh, but you get all those people in a room is magical, man.
3: Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. Rod, any couple uh, takeaways for you?
1: Yeah. Um, you know, for me, it was it, like Brett
2: and Taylor both said, it was, our, it was our first time being at an industry event. Um, in the 11 years that we have had our company, I'd been to previous uh, industry events in other industries that I've been to. And I just felt immediately out of the gate. Number one, I, I, I didn't know a whole lot going. On. I reviewed the agenda and saw, the, saw the, the roster, but didn't really know who was who. I just knew that my biggest reason for going there was to meet you three. Um, so that was that was a highlight for me. Um, the way that you guys and everybody else shared in such a genuine way um and it really it really boils down to your your slide that you said you know what I hate the most and it's like talking about you come to an event you come to get you come to listen to someone like Brett said pages and pages of notes couldn't write fast enough but it's like you know you're hearing from people that truly want to give you their playbook and I don't mean give it to you in a way that you know doesn't have to be met with a lot of intensity and a lot of work but just to say hey if there's some things that you've run up against man. We've already wrote, we've already built this wheel. You don't have to build a new wheel. Um, so I, I just, I just found that uh, just the spirit in which you guys conducted the event was world-class and, and uh, I've been messed up ever since, man. <laughs> <Nice>. ever since. <laughs>
0: this guy's been on a roll. We're yeah. looking forward to running back. That'll you be know great. what the most impressive thing about you guys was? And I mean this with the most sincerity, you guys are a $30 million agency. You acted like you were a $2 million agency with the way you were so ready to learn and engage and just pick up you know, better ways of doing business perhaps. Like it was super impressive. Most people that have a $30 million agency, hey, you know, I gotta figure it out. I don't need your help, Thanks, my man. way works. And so I think that's what um, stuck out to me the most by far. You guys were in the front asking questions, taking notes, like you guys had just started,
1: it was wild. Yeah, Brian, that's that. I mean, that's that's I know these guys are shaking their head because that is the best compliment that you could possibly give us. Um, It was wild. we we, we, that's intentional, man. We learned a long time ago. Be the first to show up and be the last to leave. Live events are magical. Um, You know, we do a lot of live events with our teams. We understand the power of them. Um, And then, you know, you should be in the front. You know, if you can get to the front, I could tell you the first day we got there, we were a little late and we were in the back and we were not happy about it. Yeah. Um, and we kind of looked at each other and said, well, that was a mistake. So the second day we got there, and you know, we wanted to be in the front row. So yeah. you should be the person with the with the most notes and you should be in the front taking notes, you know, so awesome.
3: awesome. It was
1: wild. Yeah, was super big respect. You, and you guys are uh,
0: really big on mental health, really big on mindset. You guys actually host an event, if I'm not mistaken, right on. Uh, just general mindset and success and, and wellness and, and all that. So I'd love for you guys to talk about that because I've heard amazing things about it.
4: Yeah, man, we, uh, we consider ourselves a long time ago, you know, personal development company that happens to sell insurance yep. and, you know, we try to walk that ourselves. You know, we, we wanted to create a place that, that first of all, the three of us wanted to be and, uh, the three of us could create a vehicle that we could grow in, uh, personally. And we felt like if we did that, that other people's would, you know, other people would be attracted to that. Um, but yeah, our annual leadership summit, maybe what you're referencing. And we do an event with our team that, um, you know, each year we talk about where we came from, why we exist, you know, where we are now, how do we finish the year? And then what's next, what's our vision for the company? Um, it's a really powerful bent. And I think we, we borrow as much from that event, even though we put it on, uh, us and the leadership team now, um, as, as we do, um, for, for anybody that's in attendance. Um, so yeah, man, uh, that's a big time compliment. Thank you.
3: One thing I probably should have done a much better job on the front end of this conversation was allow you guys to talk about your agency, how you got started, the dynamic. Um, if you could tell me, tell us about your roles and kind of a little bit about the agency.
1: Well, okay. I'll take the first end of that. (laughs) Um, you know, Obviously, it's a three-legged stool with the three of us. It's a equal partnership. You know what I'm really proud about our partnership is you know everybody has their own unique ways of doing it. Uh, we all three operate in different verticals in the business. We've all had different hats at different times. Uh, it's a complete 100 even partnership. Uh, no one is paid different than anybody else. Whatever we make that year, it's three ways. Um, it is we are all in together. Uh, beating at the same drum, which I think is cool because I think everybody structures it differently. But for us, that's that's been stuff that we're super pr- proud of. But um, the, the, obviously, you know, Taylor was—I've known him my entire life since we're blood brothers. And Rod, I've known for God almost 20 <laughs> years now. It's coming up on. But uh, we met through uh, some entrepreneurial stuff that we were doing. Uh, I met him uh, back when I was in college, and uh, we got introduced uh, to a company together started running together doing like supplemental, uh, like it was a supplemental benefit product in the insurance space. Yep. Uh, it was actually, uh, there was two forms of distribution. One was employee benefits and the other one was actually a network marketing model. And we gravitated towards both, uh, did well in both, um, but really liked the team building side of what we did. We learned from some significant mentors in the personal development space, and we grew a lot during that time, about for five years. So we built a, a, a pretty good business, and then at the time decided that uh, that insurance product at a really low price point for us, and it was going to be really difficult to scale. Um, so we looked into what it would look like to take those same uh, mo- that same model and that same mindset uh, and apply it to an industry that in my opinion is uh has is now progressing but has been kind of this dinosaur age back uh you know you know dust the the the, the dust off the book industry that um is in my opinion the best industry in the world so we wanted to kind of take those same team building concepts that we had learned in the network marketing space where you have hundreds of people, thousands of people showing up and paying their own way and being entrepreneurs in and of themselves and learning all these different dynamics to build a business for themselves, to have a a path to unlimited, um, and, 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 and take that into an industry where people just show up because they want to earn a paycheck and there's no dynamic, there's no fire, there's no juice. So, um, and that's what we loved. So we wanted to kind of blend those two together. And uh, through doing that, um, you know, Taylor had shown an interest in doing that with us. We kind of, we kind of, we kind of got lucky because he was in an internship he hated. He was in college at the time, and I was like, "Hey, man, I bought him a Chipotle burrito at uh, Chipotle for eight bucks and recruited him right there on the spot." So I f- I'm sure if he knew how hard it was going to be the first three or four years, he would have thought twice about that one. But <laughs> but it was the uh, but it's fun. smart so, decision. He made smart it out. Move. You just got to make yeah. it to the other side. That's insurance,
0: man. Most people don't that's make right. it. And here you that's are. Right. You got the golf clubs in the back. That's winning. So, <laughs>
1: that's
0: that's
3: good, a great, great recap. Great recap. Now, what product lines do you guys focus on?
1: Well, so Taylor runs, He's our he runs our personal line side of our business. And that's about 75% of our business. Okay. And that was where we started. Um, and then... As of recently, it's been uh, probably four and a half years, uh, five years. Rods run our commercial side of our business. So, but that's the mix in our agency. It's about seventy-five percent, twenty-five percent, personal me, versus commercial. Let, let me ask no. you this:
0: so, so you guys talk about, uh, you know, physical and mental wellness, and you know, personal development and, and team building, which is very difficult in insurance. It's a very tough business to recruit people in that, you know as you said, are are hungry, are motivated, have the juice. They don't just want to sit there and and earn a paycheck. Um, How do you guys take your personal development skills and and kind of apply that to recruiting and looking for new talent to add to the team? Like how, how does that play into your recruiting process?
1: Man, I'll let one of those guys take that, but that's a, that's a great question. I'll I'll
2: take that one. I I think, I think what's really been fun for us um, short of, short of recently when we've uh, as we've gotten a little bit bigger and our need for uh, for talent the, the gap between need for talent has has shrunk yep. um we we really didn't we didn't really look at people that came from the insurance industry out of the gate I mean we found people that we would meet a, a, along the way um in hospitality a lot of our key people come from hospitality um you know we, we and, and we've always said just, wherever you are, whoever you interact with, you're going to come across personalities that you would choose you'd like to work with. And that's always kind of been our model. It's like we want to work with people that we want to work with, not people that we have to work with. Um, and I think, I think you see that now if you look inside of our walls, every person that comes in our number one filter is, are they going to fit our culture? We're not, we don't set out to hire the best insurance minds. Um, I think we set out to hire the best of humans. Um, and I think that's worked out really, really well for us when you look at just the quality of person. Right. And then you, you ask, Ryan, specifically about personal development. Personal development is the tool and it's a choice that we give people. Yep. Um, the one thing we tell them is that in order for you to be here, you've got to grow. Yep. Um, we, we don't say in order for you to be here, you got to become the best insurance agent, which also, by the way, happens more, more so by default. Because the more we pour into each other, the more we pour into ourselves and that we give ourselves the greatest gift of personal development. Personal development is the greatest gift you could ever give yourself. But as we've found, um, people that come in with just good attitudes are also hungry. People that come in that are with good attitudes that are also hungry are coachable. People that come in with good attitudes that are hungry, that are coachable. Man, guess what? It doesn't matter what the application, they're going to find success. And I think that's one of the things that makes me the most proud of the three of us for staying true to that is um, we've really never wavered. We've never said, man, there's a producer out there that writes one hundred million dollars a year. Yeah, I'm exaggerating. Obviously, it's like, well, but he's a dick. Yeah. You know, we don't we don't want him around um he can, that, <laughs> <laughs> well, we I, he can be remote well we hear about that he can be
3: remote we hear about that all
2: the time people
0: <laughs> wavering on like hey my top producer is a cancer right and so a lot of people don't have the you know kahunas male or female to uh, let that person go right to, to cut bait hey i love the production you put up but you're not a culture fit and it sounds like you guys put culture but first which is huge <laughs>
1: (laughs) Yeah, and and that's usually because they have a production problem, right? Right. Right. What we're finding right now is it's not a production problem; it's a capacity problem, right? The systems and processes aren't keeping up with the the production that we have, right? Like, so that's that's the problem you want. Give me a person with a good attitude and that's willing to work and that has soft skills. You can come here and be very, very successful. Period. End of story. Right? Like, you don't know how to market? You don't know insurance? It's fine. Like, it's that's it's we can teach you how to do that. That's easy. So, you know, part of the personal development stuff for us is just because it was something that we were into you know i learned a long time ago that you could determine the size of somebody's paycheck by the problems they solve right so just the simple framework and shifts that people have never heard before they don't understand that they're usually you know underwork underpaid miserable not happy unfulfilled and it's usually because their lens is foggy it's not because their situation is bad right like so what we teach people is to be able to kind of change the way that they look at things. And, you know, for us, you know, we spend every single waking moment of figuring out how do we create an opportunity where someone can truly have unlimited and, and whether you start, uh, you know, as the, the secretary, when you first come in and you, you move all the way to the CEO role, like the, we just genuinely believe that we're creating a vehicle where you can have anything you want here. Cause at the end of the day, that's why we started this was, you know, we had certain experiences in our past where we were, that they capped where we were, where we we're at and things didn't go the way that we thought they would go. And in turn, you know, we started urban young out of necessity. We didn't start urban young because we drew it up on a whiteboard, um, You know, that that wasn't that. My my background before we got into Urban Young was I I worked for an agency for about two years. Rod and I had gone out to try to build a team within an agency. We had no, we did not, we weren't trying to build an agency. I was at least savvy enough to know at the time, and Rod was working his job at the time, and his wife was coming to work with me. We were savvy enough to know that starting an agency from scratch is a very difficult thing, very challenging uh, uh, dilemma. There's a very big barrier to entry. So, we were we had four or five you know team members that had come parked their business and, and we were building a team at this agency and long story short you know without getting into the details of that that didn't go the way that it should have gone and after we had brought over all the all that ammunition I guess if you will. A, about a, 13 months into that, when renewals started to pour in, they, they basically tried to change my contract. They tried to change what we had agreed upon. How convenient, um,
0: how convenient very, in month 13, right?
1: very convenient. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. and you know, it just put us in a situation where we had to make a really tough choice and, you know, um, and luckily so that choice did, I'm glad it was did. a great yeah, it's the greatest thing ever happened to us. So luckily because of that, you know, because of those tough situations, we 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 made a decision to kinda and we we looked at other big boxes. I went to, we went to all the big boxes. I, I interviewed with All the big box shops, as far as agencies are concerned, because I was at a small agency, I was like, all right, well, I gotta go to a big agency. So we go to a big agency and say, hey, look, here's the deal, here's what we've got. I've got this team, I'd like to bring them here, I'd like to build a team within a team, because that's what we were used to, right? right? We were always used to enterprising. It's just, let me enterprise inside of your system. And I just found out real quick that it was not like that. It's very corporate America. What have you done for me lately? Like, that's not how this works here. Um, Oh, we, you know, it just, it just was not a good feeling. So out of necessity of not finding what we wanted in the marketplace, which is a culture driven, progressive, personal development, um, write your own ticket type of agency here. We just didn't find that. And so that's why Urban Young was started.
3: Super cool. Gosh, that's an impressive story. Um, I want to ask something uh, specifically for Taylor and Brett. Uh, the family dynamic. So you know, brotherly love here. Let's get into this a little bit. Uh, talk about being in business with uh, each other, and how often are you fighting?
0: And what day is it? Right? What is it <laughs> yeah. It what what on the
2: day? It's a Friday. Yeah.
4: So yeah. go ahead, Rod. You want to take this one?
2: I want you to start with them, but I definitely get a follow up here. All
0: right. Rod just grabbed his popcorns. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, sitting. No, there.
4: no. We, you know, what's interesting though is when we started, we were. um, You know, a little bit younger, certainly uh, much more broke and a little bit more feisty. Um, So I think the early days, you know, when we both started, we, uh, you know, we didn't have any money. We were scratch, and we both moved in. My parents, I give Brett mad props. I was getting out of college and I didn't know, you know, what I was going to do. It wasn't as big a deal for me. I was 23 years old. So, you know, moving to my parents, I'm, you know, essentially not married, no kids, nothing like that. And Brett moved in. Uh, with a family and uh so so it was just 24 7 man you work together you live together um you know most days were great but some days you know that tension would rise in a very healthy way um, but the one thing that i'll say about brett we're very different where our we're, we're values align but we're very different and i think as we've gotten older we've continued to grow more and more respect for those differences and our approach has gotten better it's gotten more respectful got more tactful um, but make no mistake man like we were joking about in Denver man it's 11 <laughs> years it's blood sweat and tears both passionate human beings I mean we've certainly got into it uh, physically and, and mentally so, you and, and you know and I'm, I'm proud of that man now, there's yeah. you know I'd be it's not to the point when I was 19 years old yeah. and we were actually in concert and uh, you know I've, all I needed to know is Brett left in handcuffs and I left with the paramedics so oh my. <laughs> that, that's oh my. one of my favorite stories because you know what it gave us it gave us a gift because we now have a code word so anytime Time tensions rise between us um, we were at a Kenny Chesney concert and we didn't see Kenny uh, we didn't make it to the opener <laughs> didn't
3: happen. Uh, Damn, so anytime boy. things
4: get heated uh we always just you know we Kenny. just say Kenny
3: <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh man nice <laughs> i <laughs> love <laughs> it okay.
0: no and i think uh if you if you guys didn't have some you know a little bit of tension a little bit of um there's got to be some competitiveness there always is right when you got two it, here are three, you know, animal salespeople that, that want to grow a big team and, and want to grow a successful team. There's always going to be some competitive dynamics, which is, uh, if there wasn't, you'd have a problem. I think if everybody's just sitting on their hands, uh, you got issues. So Rod, what's your follow
3: up here? Sounds like you got some comments.
2: Well, no, I just, I did. And I, I love hearing that from Taylor and I, I just see Brett smiling and, and you know, man, I'm a proud partner. I, I, when I met these guys, um, there wasn't a lot to be impressed about on the surface um and i'm not saying that i was somebody impressive i don't, I don't mean that at all but i mean I, I i saw um i i just saw a ton of potential in these guys um i knew they were people that i wanted to be around um but their their ability back then um to to, to resolve a conflict between the two of them i mean i'm i'm, I'm looking at him going it's it's like you have a brother, man. I'm like, no, so I've got three sisters, right? So I probably have the, 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 the tenderness, but, but here's what I'll tell you. Here's what I'll tell you. As our business grew and as our partnership went through a lot of different phases, I watched these two men become really, really close, um, a lot closer than when I first met them. And now to watch them respect one another for number one, their differences, number two, and yeah, they're both aggressive. We're all three aggressive. I think there's a lot of compliment there, but no, these two guys have have learned how to how to be close. And and I would tell you that if, if you were watching a conflict now, you you could you could you could coach off of it just on how to handle it. I I just have a lot of respect for how far they've come in, you know, with egos and and with with, you know, I don't I don't mean egos in a bad way. I just mean everybody's got an ego. Yep these guys have just learned how to respect one another. And I think that's cool to watch them out of the gate fight like cats and dogs. And a couple times I'm like, Holy shit, man. I'm like, I'm not going to get my ass beat over these two. And, Again, you and got
0: now, a like, in the background.
2: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, it's just, it's, 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 it's fun. To, it's fun to have seen that progression. I, and I don't think anybody's had a closer, closer seat than me. So I'm, I'm just proud uh, of them for I how could, they, how they love each other. I
0: could never, yeah! I could never work with my brother. <laughs> I don't know prank. how you guys do it. What a <laughs> could, dumb idea. I could never do that that
3: yeah for some reason we don't fight i don't know why
0: no we and we're both very competitive yeah which is we like super odd if
3: we bicker i think it's very brief and we move on
0: No, we, we don't really because
4: you're grown-ups
0: uh, yeah yeah i don't know <laughs> well, i think it's kind of the same thing as you guys we have a healthy respect for what each other brings to the table yeah and we we know that like we're all we're all trying to get to the same place like there's mm-hmm. no reason right. to, there's no reason to create friction where we're all trying to get to the same private jet so you know we're trying to get there <laughs> sure. man. That's what it is.
1: Yeah. And I I want to give Rod props. I mean, I think a lot of that development has come from having three partners, you know, for us, I could just tell you right now, if Taylor and I were partners, it was just the two of us, this wouldn't have worked. Um, it's just, it's just, it's just, you just are not able to kind of see it eye to eye a lot of times and having that third partner, especially with Rod has an incredible temperament. Um, and you know, is just a very emotionally intelligent. Uh, To have somebody to kind of mediate that stuff and cool off some person and be able to, hey, look, I know where you're coming from, you know, but hey, I know where this is coming from, too. Like, if you thought about it this way and it's like I think in the early stages of uh, our careers, that was so valuable because we weren't able to I don't think we were mature enough at that time. Uh, to really resolve that or see or have perspective. It took a lot of growth. It took a lot of development for us to do that. I mean, we were, you know, we'd never worked together. And we we went from, you know, competing in basketball together all the way up to maybe a three or four year, uh, you know, break in college. And then right after that, we got into business with each other. You know, as far as we're concerned, I'm still his big brother and he's still my little brother. And, you know, he's he still trying to beat me up on the basketball court. But uh, was he a, better, he, will, no, is he a better he shooter than Steph Curry? Oh, court. is he I, better than was, Steph Curry? I was going to lead into question. that. I was going to lead into that.
3: So actually, I'm glad you brought that up. Brett. <laughs> Great must, story. OK, so first and foremost, Taylor, we're going to talk about you for a second. Are you the threat splash brother? Brett is going <laughs> to tell question. the story that I heard when he was out here in Denver about... I guess Steph Curry. Brett, can you please lead us into this story?
4: Can you can you explain who who is Steph Curry guys? I'm well I think it was
0: to... I think it was Seth Curry. I don't know if it was Steph Curry. No,
4: <laughs> no it was Steph.
1: She's <laughs> like, Let me get man, this straight. It wasn't Seth. The goat. Yeah, Brett. The goat, man. Brett, man, I need to gracious. hear she's it gets better and better every time he puts on a performance it just gets to be like more equity in the story oh yeah but, absolutely um, yeah so taylor for all those that are listening you know uh taylor is a uh and was a phenomenal basketball player if you still to walk into the uh walk, i mean i'm sure if you got into a y league last last y league i played with you i think you dropped like 40 you know if you were hitting some steph curry threes but you know, he so he was a fantastic basketball player. If you still walk into the high school gym that we played, you know, you'll see T Young splattered all over the wall in there. So he's a legend around here when it comes to B ball, um, and you know had some significant offers uh, coming out of high school, and uh, one of those offers was to Davidson, and it was uh, a that's, that's where Taylor was looking like he was going to go. to 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 play basketball and uh got all the way down to the wire all the way to the end was excited pretty much ready to go all locked in and you know the uh the world gives you these divine interventions that you don't really understand at the time but he gets a you know kind of a knock on the 11th hour that says hey we really appreciate uh all the time you spent thinking about davidson we just want to let you know We've gone in a different direction. We're gonna pick up this kid who uh, we think is gonna be a really good player. And uh you know, he's he's uh his name is
4: Steph Curry. No, he didn't even say didn't even say the name, man. He eh? said so his dad went to Virginia Tech. We thought he'd go to Virginia Tech and There you go. Uh, I had no idea who they were talking about
1: there you go yeah, so yeah. so of course
0: he's crushed. that's a pretty yeah. respect, that's a pretty respectable turndown though you know if well, you're, at the if time you it was yeah, like you, what don't no fuck?
1: Know, you don't know yeah. who it, you don't know who it is and then right. and that's a very good point Tay. You. you don't know who it is like right and then you go to the next school you're thinking man they, they passed up on me like you know and then the ego's like yo, i'm gonna show them or they made a mistake you know and <laughs> yeah all of a sudden we find out it's steph and steph was you know in in College, especially in this freshman year, he was small. You he know, was you're tiny. like, is this kid going to be as good as you going to be? Like, he's completely different. And then of course he starts to blossom, you know, his, his later years. And now he becomes, you know, arguably probably not no, no arguably best, best yeah, the girl, best point yeah. of all time. You know? Yeah. For sure. So no it's like, it. It. it's like, so, you know, they could have had Taylor young. They, you, they may have made a mistake. I don't know. It's like, like, there's no a-
4: question. There's no question that I'm the better uh, insurance professional, <laughs> but I, w- I will say, I do want to clarify there was not an official from davidson it was just down to the wire and that was expected but his story gets a little bit better i had a friend that again i don't even you know i find out that that is steph curry and he's still kind of nobody at the time but i had a friend that was going to davidson it's a small school so i just told her i said look you need to if you see steph you need to tell him that he took my scholarship (laughs) and they were at a party and she went up to him and said, Hey, you know, my friend was going to come here for basketball. Like you took his scholarship and he just, she said that he kind of just looked at her and paused and it was like, <laughs> it was never his scholarship. So there was
0: nah, no, yeah, exactly. so there was no apology by Steph Curry. <laughs> no,
4: there, there was wasn't. Good. And the story just keeps getting funnier, obviously, because uh, he's doing things that we've never seen, but Did you uh, know that, that, All-Star game?
3: that all-star game was insane this year.
4: Yeah, dude, it's it's crazy. Like, what's he doing, man? I'm 34. I'm on the cease and desist podcast. I'm drinking a high noon. Love in uh, life. Love in life. All star weekend. Urban Young wouldn't record. be a
0: thing. Are you guys the Splash Brothers of insurance? Ooh, like, have you branded Ooh. that yet? I mean, you can I take could, that. I on could catch you, fire. I thought it was uh, GQ yeah. of insurance. I kind of like the Splash Brothers of insurance, though. I could get behind that. All right. For is there sure. a
1: trademark infringement? We're going to get a cease and desist. On I wouldn't even I worry about
0: so. it. Put it on your wall like I we do, so. and move along.
3: We have this new thing. We're trying to get a cease and desist on every episode, so we're. Expecting to say something wrong here and get one from you guys.
4: No, this one has been good. Yeah, you get canceled, man.
0: <laughs> so, uh, so you guys have a really good, a really strong agency. You've got, you know, you're 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 crushing it. What's next? Like, how do you take it to the next level? Because you guys have big ambitions. You've got big goals, and but you guys have already created such a, an amazing business. Like, what's next?
1: Oh man. I think that's, I think that's perspective. I don't think we've done anything yet. Yeah, no doubt. Um, Especially after
2: after Denver. I (laughs) I just look at like, there's, there's
1: so many opportunities just riddled inside the walls. Like every day you just look at it and going, there's just a hundred X opportunity just because of how bad we are. You know, like, and I'm saying that tongue in cheek, but like, I don't, I don't know if I don't, it's hard to look past what's next because we're in it, you know, we're just so in it that like, I just, I feel like we've just figured it out. You know, in the last maybe twelve months, it's a good feeling. You know? 30,
0: 30 million in premium worth of figuring it out. <laughs> like I know, I know people that have been in the business thirty years that have a five million dollar book. That you know, it's it's, it's wild. You said five, well, five. <laughs> I said five exactly, <laughs> and I meant five. It's probably four. Yeah, that's and what I meant. Probably <laughs> lying to me. <laughs> that's what I meant. Well,
4: I'll, I'll tell you, we had a we had an enemy early on, and I think it's different for everyone, right? So just what what gases us a little bit was we we defined an enemy, and we we didn't want to be we didn't want to be a small agent. I mean, there's yeah. there's certain, you know, considered we didn't want to be the small business that lacked resources that at a turn of a hat or a turn of a market cycle that, uh, you know, circumstances could could put you out. Um, and we wanted to we wanted to scale something. Uh, we continue to think we continue want to scale something, uh, as Brett mentioned. And I think what's fun about it is I think. You know, we're the kind of agency or kind of business that, like, we bought our first company sign after we've been in business for five years, right? Like, we didn't have a space for two years. We, you know, I still don't even use business cards because I'm so trained on being that nimble, resourceful, no money, scrappy, go get a customer first, create demand in the marketplace. And unapologetically, the three of us align in that big time. And so we're not a first things first type agency or company. We're, we're, you know, we're go get a customer, go learn how that customer wants to be served and then scale that through marketing. And then, you know, backfill that through recruiting um, and creating a culture that that wants to do the same thing. And I think, you know, that type of thing, when we talk about what's next, you know, we want to take everything we've done over the last 11 years and we feel like we're just getting started and help others do that. And people within our ecosystem, um, we're excited about what we call the independent operator model, um, you know, for people who want to enterprise their own business within a business. Um, and that's kind of always been our thing.
0: Beautiful. And I hope everybody listening right now is yeah. sitting in the front row and taking notes because you're getting schooled right now. It's beautiful. Um Let's take it in another direction. Let's get off of insurance because I want to get to know you guys a little bit better. Uh, we're going to fire off some questions that we ask every guest, and we want to know what's up with Urban Young. So first question is, who are you guys cheering for right now?
1: Is this at Dude, life?
0: We leave it open-ended. Yep. Who are you guys cheering for right now?
1: Man, I'm cheering for our team leads. A lot of, I'm going to go right there, just cheering team leads. A lot of the stuff that we've done, we've released a lot of control, um, with the operations and the marketing of the business. Um, and each area has kind of been identified of specific leaders. So, man, I just, there's just a lot of wins right now with, with those guys and gals and, you know, secretly behind, you know, just big time cheerleaders for them. So I'm, I'm really, really excited for this stage of their career because I can relate to it because we were there. And uh, I just don't want them to miss it. I was sent a text last night to the group that like we had an event. I'm like, don't take those for granted because you're going to look back and you're going to these, these times that you're just grinding and out trying to meet as many people as you can. And it, they're just so rich. And I just know what that's like to have those, uh, memories and what it means to your self confidence, to your fulfillment, to where you sit on your timeline and be able to look back on that stuff. And so I'm I'm ridiculously excited and cheerleader for those for those people right now.
0: I love that.
4: Uh Ukraine, cheering for Ukraine, in all seriousness, you know that um that's really heavy on my heart uh as as I know many people around the world. Um, but you know, I think, I think specifically, man, anybody that's, that's willing to delay gratification and, and do the work, you know, I think, you know, how I got into the business and how I got into a professional world, I, I had a lot of people get big jobs and make big incomes around me. And, you know, I was a, I was a starving artist for a long time and continue to, to kind of reinvent that old wheel in my own life. But, uh, I just, I have mad respect for people that are willing to do the work, take a pay cut. You know, you, Brett mentioned the path unlimited, um, just those type of people. I think that's what America is all about. I think that that level of risk, that level of ownership should be uh, rewarded in a very, I don't want to say unfair way, but Brett said disproportionate way. The people that are, um, you know, delaying gratification, taking stuff upon their shoulders. Um, I'm really cheering for those people to, you know, see, see the fruits of their labor. And that's, that's, uh, that's a lot of agency owners, a lot of entrepreneurs, and it's a lot of employees that, that, that sign up and and take risks. And, and so I just lately that's been uh top of mind for me.
2: Love it. Rod, what do you got? Rod. I am, uh, I'm cheering for Ricky Fowler, man. No, nice. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I <hear laughs> not. That's although, great. although I am cheering for <laughs> today. Fowler. It's He's been playing one, one mile down the road from our office. Um, I'm cheering for the independent channel, man. I, I I truly believe it's hard to compete against me when I want you to win too. Um, that's, what, that's what I got. Cool. I love that.
0: We're, we, we're champions of the independent channel. I, I bleed it. We you grew should, up this way.
1: Yeah,
3: precisely. So, uh, you should toss that next question at Rod because of what's behind him right now.
0: <laughs> I was going to go, uh, what are you guys investing in currently? What's What's that look like? The stock market's a bloodbath, but what are you investing in?
3: No, he Bitcoin. didn't. He didn't say the right question. He was supposed to ask what you're reading. No, I was right. gonna leave that for
0: next. <laughs> I want to know what they're investing in because I got uh, Robinhood open right Bitcoin. now. So what do we got? <laughs> oh, we're crypto. Rod's all about the Bitcoin. Are you? Man. Are He's you i I'm not crypto. I'm not crypto. I'm Bitcoin. Are you a no, Doge a, millionaire? Is that you, Rod? <laughs> Did you become a Doge millionaire? millionaire.
4: <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm a. I'm a boring investor, man. I'm a, I'm a boring investor. I'm a boring marketer. I'm a boring sales guy. Nothing sexy about uh, what I'm invested in or what I do, man. So personally, what am I invested in? I'm invested in a lot of things, diversified, but did listen to a podcast, shout out to Lewis Howes and School of Greatness with Grant Cardone on the other day. And that really fired me up. And he was just talking about kind of how he thinks about investing in yourself and then investing in marketing. And then kind of invest in other stuff after that. So uh, I continue to look at our business and the way we've built it. We're just constantly reinvesting back into that business in a very ridiculous way, seemingly. Um, and sometimes that's frustrating, quite honestly, um, because that that's just 11 years of continuing to reinvest. But uh, that's kind of the, the discipline that I'm excited about and um, top of mind. Love it. How about you, Brett?
1: Yeah, I'm a... I'm a, I'm a you know, our, our dad is a financial advisor. So when it comes to <laughs> investing, I'm as boring as it gets. But go. when it comes to uh, what I'm invested in, I'm just, it's all back in the business, man. I'm, I'm, yep. I'm doubled down on what we're doing. You know, I, I, I check the boxes with all the, the retirement stuff, and and I I'll, I'll I'll plan for the rainy day, but anything over and above that, as far as you know what everybody wants to tell me on how much money they can make with real estate and this and all that, I, I you you I have yet to see a greater return of somebody putting it into an independent agent. I, I I could show you a growth chart that if you were a investor in any class of your business, you'd be looking at me going, how can I get a piece of that? So I am all in with what we're doing, and every single dime that I can get a hold of, I want to put it back in.
0: Well, nice. uh, can we invest in your business? That's what we want to know because Andy's got some spare change. He wants to get it in. From all the so. sports betting. Let me then get I'm, it in. Yeah, yeah sure we'll, swap there, you. Well. we'll swap
4: you for shares of Glovebox. How about that? Good deal. <laughs> Great
2: idea.
0: I love it. Uh, <laughs> all right, Rod, what are you reading right now? Plus that's what I'm looking for. What do we got? What are we reading? The true test.
2: Well, I'm reading uh, the Bitcoin standard. I have, I have read the Bitcoin standard. I'm rereading it. Um, and I'm also reading uh, Getting to Neutral.
0: Trevor Miller's new book. Will how is Bitcoin going to play into insurance in the next couple of years? You don't have to go long term, but how do you see it playing in?
2: Man, I, I wish I could tell you that I was sophisticated enough with Bitcoin to answer that, but I'm going to yeah. save you bullshit. I don't know the answer to that. No worries. I, I was curious. Not, yeah. I mean, thank people- you, thank you for
0: saving us the bullshit, Rod.
2: <laughs> Can you tell
0: us what an NFT <laughs> is? Because I still cannot.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, I, I can't. I, I can't give you that answer. I, I do think it will factor, but I'm, I'm yeah. not. I'm not savvy enough yet to to be able to have a, a real strong opinion that would sound credible.
0: That's all right. I don't think anyone does, so it's okay. <laughs>
1: yeah, exactly. What I about agree you with guys? I agree with that
0: too. What about you guys? What are you reading?
1: Oh man, I'm uh, getting to neutral. We're reading that as a company right now, so nice. I think Tails say the same thing. We're all in that. Um, that's great. Uh, the Law of Success by Napoleon Hill just cracked that. It is a monster book. Uh, I'm fired up about that. Uh, I'm reading The Law of Human Nature. Um, right now, which is uh, a lot of psychology and uh, the human experience, is really cool. And then uh, I'm reading The Uncaptive Agent, which uh, uh, is uh, a kind of an insurance agency playbook. Uh, I love that development book.
4: Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah buddy. I'm
3: yeah, impressed man. that you read four books at once.
0: <sighs> Andy can barely read. It's unbelievable. Yeah. So this is in like a... his
4: eyes, and he only has two eyes, which is crazy because <laughs> he's able to read.
0: Are you like a speed, you know? a speed reader? You ever see these speed readers? Like yeah, I just polished that book off at lunch. No problem. <laughs> no biggie.
1: I'm not. I'm, I'm actually slow, uh, but I'm I'm. I'm just persistent, man. I'm, just, I'm a tortoise.
0: Cool, I'm a tortoise. Do you, do you use your finger to like trail the words? <laughs>
1: yeah. That's what I do. No, you go. You do the S down the middle of the page.
0: Yeah, I like that.
1: I took a speed reading class, by the way, because I was like, all right, this would be amazing if I could speed this up. So I know how to do it. Yeah. But. It's not that easy, man. Like I you have like to like Sean practice. Too. Yeah. Yeah, I wish
0: Sean was here. He took a speed reading class. He's all into that stuff. He learned how to do a Rubik's Cube super quick. Like he's just he's into that sort of thing.
1: Oh wow. Like, Self-development, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah, but it's the Important most stuff. random
0: stuff. So I guess speed reading is dope, but like uh, a Rubik's cube. Yeah. Like, Rubik's he, Cube. He was working on that for like a, a,
1: I mean, what's the percentage of people that can do a Rubik's Cube? Like what 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 type of percentage does that put you in? Oh it, I'm not
0: included it, in that. It I puts you in a nerd category that like I can't even equate. Like that's a whole specimen of people but Sean is one of them. So can you guys do a, a Rubik's cube? Caitlin and Gabby? No. See, we'll say we got four yeah. people in this room. that can't do a Rubik's cube. Yeah. I mean,
1: you're a top one percenter. If you're, if you're doing Rubik's, you cube. hear that Sean It's next level, man, <laughs> it's next level.
0: Great hair, great Rubik's cube skills. Uh, <laughs> Taylor dive into this question,
4: man. I, Uncaptive agent. was a great book. Uh, just finished that. Um, I'm reading, just finished a book called Scale for the second time. Strongly recommend it. Um, and then a book called Mindset um, that I'm just getting into. So, um, so, you know, I like to read a, a few books at a time and it just depends on the night or the, the morning on kind of what I'm feeling and what I'm trying to get into. I'm trying to read a little bit more fiction occasionally to kind of give the mind a break, um, rather than just the nonfiction stuff. Um, so I just started a book. Um, I think it's written by uh, Jack Nicholas's son. Um, so, uh, kind of interested in that.
2: Cool.
0: Nice. Nice.
4: Last,
2: less than 6% by the way. I just looked it up.
0: Uh, <laughs> there we go. See, wow. That's wow. better than I thought, man. Last question. It... What are you guys watching right now?
1: Oh, Peaky Blinders' new season Peaky just came out. Oh, fire. Oh, oh man. Fire. Go. All
0: right. We'll
3: have to let Logan know. He loves that show. I've never seen Peaky Blinders. I started it. Oh, my fashion. God. I'm
0: blowing it right now, though.
4: <laughs>
1: my writing yeah, is like it. incredible, it's man. Right now, and you have to go watch. I've watched it twice. I've watched all six seasons, and I've watched them twice. <laughs> you must have more this.
3: time in your day than most people. Wait, you, <laughs> you ran it
0: back.
1: That's Ran like, it back. Over, I, over multiple months. I don't watch any shows. None. <laughs> and that is... By far, like it's not a show, man. That's that's a that's a religion. It's a lifestyle. That unbelievable. <laughs> I Brett, did that with Brett a, like uh,
4: likes to say he doesn't watch shows because he's like, dude, I'm good. I'm not trying to watch a 21 hour movie.
0: You know. <laughs> i a that slow with, reader. Right? You know. I did that with <laughs> Entourage. I watch Entourage back through. Man. Oh yeah. It just makes you feel good. Yeah, yeah. Man, so good. Yeah, it's so good. What yeah, else? No,
4: I. Uh, I I just I cried the other night. I'd like to get that out there. Um, you didn't have to admit that. And it had I nothing guess. to do with what you no, were <laughs> right. they, they, Yeah. Um, 1883, man. Oh, Tim McGraw sure. and Faith Hill. And uh, I watched the last episode. Right. I cried like a baby. That my is wife hilarious. Was at me like, what is wrong with you?
0: I swear to God, 30 minutes ago, Logan comes to my office. He goes, did you see the end of uh, 1883? I was like, yeah. yeah. Man. He goes, cried like a baby. <laughs> so you weren't the only one, man. Yeah, good for him. It is a good show. My wife's like, you're watching country <laughs> westerns now. It's like, yeah, you haven't seen it. <laughs> three. By the end of the season, she was glued. She goes, don't watch the last sh- the episode without me. Nice. I was like, you were just making fun of me like four weeks ago for watching the show. <laughs> that works, <laughs> man. Some of that, yeah.
2: Rod, what are you watching, man? I am uh, I am eagerly awaiting the next uh, season of Yellowstone, man. I'm a closet uh, wannabe rancher. There so. you go. There you there go. go. Got Yellowstone for it. is it for me. Do
0: you get in fist that? Do you, you got in, the beard for it? Do you getting fist fights every day like they do? Like how do they get in so many fist fights? I swear to god. It's like everybody right. they, they, they drink, they
2: drink so much. Fights. They work so with their brother, much. you know. For a banquet,
4: man. Fourth banquet. <laughs> yeah, I guess What you don't know about Rod, Rod can do everything. He's good at everything. So like, <laughs> you know, you can go fishing with Rod, you can go hunting with Rod. He knows a lot about a lot, man. So when I think of Yellowstone and those guys, like I think
0: about I think he'd be a cowboy.
1: Years ago. It's a I nice couple. There's, there's
0: got to be somewhere you can apply to work on the Yellowstone. Like, there's got to be a job application no, man, you I'm, fill I'm, out I'm somewhere. A,
2: a, you know, you can, you can take – uh how's that go? You can take the, the Yellowstone on the guy. You can, or no, you can take the – anyway. Uh, you you uh, yeah, yeah, and put I, love, I like butcher. I
1: like from that, man. I'm from you Get a good look at a butcher.
3: <laughs> that's a good, you get a you can't good look at a food. butcher's ass. Name that movie, ladies. You, Name
0: you that can't,
2: movie. <laughs> Tommy boy. You can't take <laughs> a,
0: uh, the Kevin Cosner at a rod. How about that?
2: <laughs> that's what it is, man. My wife, my wife likes Rip, though. You know. Oh, oh wow. all right. Don't right. we all, Rodney? Don't we all? <laughs> well, God, I we
4: wish can... I was as tough as Rip, fellas. I mean,
2: that's that's kind of my goal. I punch, I punch concrete at night. Do you really, <laughs> man? Yeah. I mean, again. Yeah. All they do is you get fist fistfight
0: on each other. Everywhere they go, there's a fistfight. I don't know.
2: It, it helps. You're flexing this whole episode. I need to break up. It's the case I need to make break up Brett and Taylor. Yeah. There it is. There you go. It's I, mean, a, I, I fist wouldn't fist want to be hit by either by one the of the way, those I'd like to get hits. that I on would, the record. I wouldn't want to be hit by either one of those. Guys. I
0: mean, who who punches harder? Let's just let, let's get it out there right now.
4: I, I will say Brett has kicked me in the face before. Um I've never I've never said that publicly. How
0: did that come about?
1: It's kind of like it's kind of like kissing and tell. You really don't do that, you know what I mean? Right. Apparently. But I did. I just did. You got some yeah. hip
0: dexterity. You get your foot up there to the face. <laughs> That's pretty good. We were good the next day, though. Honestly. Sometimes that's all it takes.
4: I love it. It's been a while. This, is, this has been years. This has been. They were talking. We're talking a decade here, like so it. I would it's like to clarify. While.
1: That was a good story. Maybe too. we should do like a boxing match, man. Like it really uh, should, you should go live on our. I social would things. like. I'd do that. But
0: Urban Young, uh, are we doing yeah, MMA? Are we doing boxing? are we doing? Talking, like, it's it's, it's got to be street fight. Are we going full MMA? Yeah. Go for
1: knuckles. Go old school. Sponsored by Rumble.
2: Bare knuckles. Bare knuckles. We've fallen
0: off on a tangent. Well, guys. This has been amazing, and we appreciate you guys so much for coming on the show. We appreciate you guys as friends, and uh, candidly, we uh, are we look up to you guys as uh, industry leaders and, and owners of an amazing agency. You guys are doing awesome things, and uh, I can't wait to see what the future holds for Urban Young because I think uh, it's going to be a destination of sorts of where people want to work. I think you guys are setting a new standard for. Our industry, and I think it's uh, super commendable. I couldn't so, agree thank more. Thank you so much. Yeah, and like, I'll be honest.
3: Yeah. If you're not following these guys on social media, LinkedIn, Instagram, I get a lot of tips. Uh, Brett specifically on Instagram, and you're inspirational as hell, man. Uh, super sure. sophisticated on everything you're saying. Uh, you're putting a lot of good stuff out there, and the LinkedIn side as well. I mean, you guys got your podcast. You're doing a lot of great stuff of education and resources for your team. Um, really appreciate everything you do for this industry. You're on this show for a reason. Like Ryan said, we do look up to, and you know, love the collaboration, and you know, looking to team up more. So, um thanks so much for being here, and uh we will we'll see you in person very soon.
1: Yes, oh, Amen. Yeah. Hey, Thank means, you guys so much for uh, having yeah, us. yeah.
4: That that means so much, and I I think you know Brett and Rod are probably thinking the same thing I am, and I think it's worth saying, um you guys have inspired us more than you'll ever know, man. Leaving Denver. And just being in proximity and having some of the conversations and uh, in a lot of ways, it was like looking in the mirror. In a lot of ways, it was like looking at your mentor um, because um, you've inspired us uh, in ways that you don't know, man. So we listen, we follow along. We're we're huge fans. We talk about who do you want to win? Man, you guys are right in that category. Um, And I just I love how you guys continue to grind and, and, um, you know, show us what's possible.
0: Super cool. Let's go. We appreciate you so much. It's just like Rod with Kevin Costner, man. That's how I feel right now. Have a lovely day.